Hello, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, a good night for some who might be listening in another time zone. My name is Miracles One, and welcome to the Broken Pieces Chronicles podcast, all about the BS. And no, it is not the BS that you might be thinking. Broke spirits is the BS. In the Chronicles, there are stories, conversations about putting together the mind, the body, and the soul and making them one again and whole so it can be unity with the spirit. So sit back, relax, and do whatever it takes for you to get comfortable right now. And let's talk along with picking up the broken pieces. All right, people, let's go. Let's go. It is conversation time. Hello, hello again. Episode 10. Broken Pieces Chronicles podcast all about the BS. And uh, no, it's not the BS that you're thinking. Anyway, I have to throw that in there. It's been a while since I've said that since the original introduction. We are knee deep in the Matters of the Heart series. And this one, y'all, I'm telling you, this one here is amazing. What's going on? Love is a powerful drug. It will make you do things you normally wouldn't do. But with that power comes great responsibility. And when you understand that, you have to understand not only are we responsible for how we love others, but even more responsible responsible with how we love ourselves. On top of being responsible with how we love ourselves, that means our self-care or our or of our ability to love is even that more important. So last week, with that being said, last week I wanted to start going in a direction of creating and talking about the soul connections that happen after your partner. But it was brought to my attention during my quiet time, during my meditation time, during my time, you know, with God, like, how do I, where do I go from here? That I almost missed out on something we're going to call the silent killer. And I will get to what it is shortly. So we are going to do a little detour, which is going to actually play into that word is going to play into this episode, but a necessary one that probably 90 some percent of us have going on inside us right now. Some detours. This detour is going to be necessary that as we continue this matters of the heart series, we demolish things that could have been a problem with how we will move forward, a problem with how we love, a problem with how we allow ourselves to be loved. So the title of this episode, Clogged Arteries slash Love Pathways, Missed Connection Points. Now, you might be thinking, why am I saying missed connection points? Remember last week, in the last two weeks, actually, um, when I was talking about these connection points and how important it is for somebody to connect to you. If you do not deal with these clogged arteries or love pathways, you might end up having something clogged and it's blocking someone else's ability to connect to you. So that's why we got to demolish these or open up these clogged clogged pathways, sorry, and deal with these arteries or places of, I'm going to call it places of power because you look at arteries in the body, it's what the, the heart uses to 
push the blood back out to the rest of the body, to the rest of the body. So that's power in that. So now with that being said, let me quote a song, a title it says love make things, makes things happen. It's a song by an artist named Pebbles. And when I tell you that that title by itself is so true, that it makes things happen in so many areas that I got to make sure we make it happen as we go forward, we can experience it properly, man. So you may be wondering, what is this silent killer or silent relationship killer? And you know, if you think of the natural, you think of cholesterol, good and bad cholesterol. You got the good cholesterol and the bad cholesterol. But you know what? It is not cholesterol. It's actually us. It's you, it's me, it's people we know. We have been, without knowing, due to emotional stress, emotional trauma, have allowed certain pathways to get clogged. That's a key to us being able to love and receive love properly. Um, matter of fact, I'm going to tie it into something else from a couple of weeks ago, the silent tears. And I'm going to tell you why I'm, I'm tying it into silent tears a little bit. Silent tears are the tears that nobody hears. Clogged pathways, clogged arteries, or collateral arteries that are created because of this emotional trauma, emotional stress, are the result of pain or trauma that we bury and thought we dealt with. Yeah, that part. So... That means we didn't even get to cry or we had cried so much about this issue that our tear ducts had dried up. And we finally got to the point where we went numb. And I know many of you might think going numb is healthy about something, but really what's really going on when you're going numb, you're choosing or you're subconsciously choosing not to deal with it anymore. It does not mean it's been dealt with. It just means you're not acknowledging that it's there anymore. So I have to make sure now that as we go forward, we don't have these things that's sitting in the background waiting to kill that new love, that new relationship, that new friendship, a new business ship because we didn't deal with these clogged arteries or these collateral pathways, collateral arteries. Now, before I go any further, let me set this up better. I know you, some of you may not have heard what a collateral artery or collateral pathways, pathway is. Let me give you the easiest definition. And this is something you can actually Google, collateral artery or collateral pathways from the heart. They are literally detours that your heart creates as a result of stress, natural stress. What do I mean by that? <clears throat> Excuse me. Basically what happens when you're under this emotional or this mental, whatever pressure, and you're under stress, your body, because of, because of pressure and the stress, it actually increases your cholesterol and things of that nature. It makes bad things happen within your body. Your heart, if something, if a major artery is clogged up, as we get older, it doesn't happen when we're younger. It happens as we get older. Um, I, I was speaking to a heart surgeon. He said sometimes it happens around 40. But imagine this, if you're listening under 40, imagine if you can prevent this from happening. So just because I said it happened over 40, I mean, you cannot glean from this. But to the people over 40, this is, this is something that's very amazing I didn't even know about. 
these collateral arteries, your heart will create, will create other pathways to miniature pathways, collateral pathways, a detour to still get the blood out when another artery is clogged up. Now think about that when you think about emotional trauma. When you go through something, you become so numb, you create another pathway to receive love, another pathway to <clears throat> give love, but those collateral arteries in the natural are not operating at a full 100%. They're probably like 20, 25% operable because they're not as large. They're smaller arteries, but they get the job done, but they are not fully functioning. So basically you have a heart that's functioning in dysfunction just to keep itself alive or to survive. What does that sound like? That sound like us when we bury and we numb stuff. We create these pathways to keep ourselves alive. So check this out. I was reading a little statistic and I, it was a question that said, is stress linked to high cholesterol? Cholesterol is what blocks arteries. Short answer, yes. So it says feeling under pressure for a long time can raise your, your risk for high cholesterol or heart disease or disease. If that happens in the natural, what do you think happens emotionally? I mean, if it happens in the physical body, sorry. Same thing. Dealing with these unresolved issues that's causing us emotional pressure in our heart, it would create blockages. Things we block off, things we numb, and then we learn how to work around them. We create detours. And you know what else it creates? Those clogged arteries raise our in the natural, it raises our blood pressure. Think about it. It raises our blood pressure. That means our heart is operating in the natural at a much higher capacity, not in a good way. It's working harder to get the same thing done. What do you think happens emotionally? You are working harder to love or be loved because of these clogged arteries, clogged pathways. Think about how crazy it is because you chose to numb something. We're getting to the things that causes this. I believe some of the main things that causes these clogged arteries, collateral pathways later. But think about it. If you're doing this subconsciously and continuing to move on with your life, you're raising your emotional blood pressure. Now, here's the crazy thing is. I'm going to give you another term when we are raising our emotional blood pressure and creating this, these clogged arteries. Atherosclerosis. What is that? Short, short, term, short definition? It's when plaque collects in your arteries. And what it says about it is that it builds up slowly so you don't even know it's there at first. What does it sound like? Emotional trauma. Things we numb ourselves to. Things we, don't, we have chosen not to deal with properly. And then it says... Over time, atherosclerosis, the, the plaque buildup, it can harden and narrow your arteries. So now all of a sudden, you have a, your heart in the, in the physical that was meant to get this blood through this artery because of this atherosclerosis. It's got a buildup and it's starting to harden and narrow. That means it cannot get the blood out. If you're wanting to love, that means you cannot even get your love out, man. And if you can't get your love out, you can't even get love in. Because whatever man saw it, that's what she, he or she, or whatever man or woman saw it. 
that's what he or she should also reap. So if you can't give love properly, how can you receive love properly? Because you can't function, you can't flow. You can't pour into somebody in the same capacity they're pouring into you. If you hadn't dealt with these daggone clogged arteries, man. So you have people that's trying to love you to life and you're walking around living half dead and you're loving them to death, but not like you love them to death in a bad way. I'm not going to say a good way either, but you can't love them to life because you're not really living yourself because you got these clogged arteries. And then it says, same thing as atherosclerosis, it slows your blood flow down because your blood has less space to move through. It says a lot like old plumbing in a house. So when you have this thing going on with these clogged arteries, these collateral arteries going to have to form because of it. Why? Because your, your blood flow has less space to move through in the physical. Your love or your ability to love has less space to flow through emotionally. And we're not even doing it on purpose. We dealt with the other major matter of the heart issues, but this is stuff that's going on. These are silent killers, silent things that if I'd have kept moving forward, we would have missed out on and I would have done you a disservice in trying to teach how to pick up pieces and picking up power because I would have left some pieces. A matter of fact, I would have left some debris. And if you, if you ever had any type of su surgery on a joint or a ligament or something, it's sometimes after they do this surgery, you have to go up and clean it up because it's debris left. And that joint cannot function and move the way it's supposed to. So if I was sitting here trying to help you clamp your heart and picking up pieces and picking up power, and I would have left this debris there, these clogged arteries, these silent killers, these closed, these collateral pathways or detours, you we would have to go back sometime down the road and deal with this thing because you made a love properly because you had something clogging you up. You weren't able to flow in power. So if this is really about picking up pieces and picking up power, we got to make sure not only we pick up the pieces that we know about, we got to identify the pieces that we forgot about, man. Forgot about. So what am I saying? Before we go into our first break, we have clogged arteries or partially blocked arteries, a partially blocked pathways from our heart that allow us to love properly. And remember, in order to receive love properly, you got to be able to give it properly. Now, you may have been blessed with a partner who is still, because they can see you and they can see the trauma that's there that you might not even be aware of, they might be praying for you or whatever they're doing for you behind closed doors, and asking God or whoever they believe in to give you strength, give them strength to be there for you as you work through these things. And they're still trying to love you properly, even though you can't love them properly. And sometimes you might even act out towards them because of a pathway that's blocking because you're functioning dysfunction. So that seems like your norm and that seems like what should be normal, but it's not. But they're choosing to stay by your side. And if you do, hey, God bless you. Because that's a gift by itself. But if you're wondering why you keep pushing people away and no matter what they do, it's still not enough. You might have some clogged arteries and some collateral pathways that may have been created. So as we go into our first segment, I want y'all to think about that. I want you to think about the things you think that 
you believe that have clogged these arteries up or forced the collateral arteries to develop? They're all tied. And we're going to talk about that next segment. All right? I'm Miracles 1. This is the Matters of the Heart series, and I'm on fire about it. I'm on fire because I want everyone, man, to experience love if you want to go through this life with somebody. Because it's nothing like it when it's right. But when it's wrong, it's, no, it's nothing more damaging than it. So I want you to learn how to give it right, how to receive it right, and how to recognize when somebody's giving it to you wrong. All right? Miracles 1, I'm out for the next 34 seconds. See you in a few. All right, people, we are back. 72, <laughs> Broken Pieces Chronicles podcast, all about the BS. Matters of the Heart series, clogged arteries slash love pathways, misconnection points, 72. All right, before I went into the break, I told you we're going to talk about three main things I believe that clog these up or force collateral arteries to develop. Now, I will tell you, get your sheet of paper. And or use your phone, whatever. And if I don't cover something, because I'm about to I'm about to paint with a very broad stroke. Things that you might feel that might be causing blockage for you and then forcing these collateral arteries to develop. Write them down. And eventually a medium be, would be coming forth. I'm not gonna share too much yet, because it's in the it's in the works. But you guys may interact with me. And if I get enough information about something that was covered in a previous episode that we need to double back on, hey, I'll do an episode, I'll do a part 2B or something. <laughs> so write these things down, you know, if I miss something. But number one, the danger of not forgiving yourself. Here's the crazy thing about that. How many times have you done something to somebody in the crazy thing about whatever the level of your love for them determines the level of trauma that you experience because of you not forgiving yourself. So then I finish that statement. How many times have you done something wrong, whether intentionally or unintentionally, somebody asked for their forgiveness and they forgave you, but you didn't forgive yourself? You're like, how do I know I didn't forgive myself? Because you find yourself feeling guilt a condemnation months and months after it already has happened. They've forgiven you, but you always find yourself feeling less than about something that has already happened. And that's dangerous because one thing we've learned about forgiveness, forgiveness when it's you, you have to forgive somebody is about you. Forgiveness, when they have to forgive somebody, is about them. 
But we find ourselves taking it on when somebody has to forgive us. We take on that guilt still. And they might not even talk about it anymore. Remember, not even sending to say to, nothing to you about it. But if you hear somebody else talking about something like that, even though you had nothing to do with it and you feel this negative feeling about yourself, guess what? You haven't forgiven yourself. That is a slowly, that's a matter of fact, not slowly, that's not the right term. That is an artery slowly clogging up. Because if you don't forgive yourself, it will create a blockage in the collateral pathway where we'll form. That's a pretty easy one, right? Forgiving yourself. Number two, oh, sorry, the danger not forgiving yourself. Forgive yourself. If you see anything in your past that you've done to somebody or whatever, and like I say, the love of your love for them determines how impactful you not forgiving has had on you, let it go after this podcast. Let it go. And if you don't, if you don't, if you don't remember exactly what it is, write a piece of paper. Matter of fact, take another sheet of paper. Write down everything you think you haven't forgiven yourself for. Write it down. Read it out loud. Say, I'm letting it go. Tear it up and throw it into the sea of forgetfulness. And let it go. Okay? Number two. This is a rough one. Not realizing that you haven't let go of others you for, you forgive it. Now, keep in mind, I did not say not forgiving them. Not let them go. And not realizing. So you're saying like, hold up. How can I realize something I'm not realizing? Let me talk to you from a, a personal experience. And me dating somebody, whether it been past or present, it has been times where I've done things that had nothing to do with anybody else. And all of a sudden, I get labeled something I'm not based off of something that somebody else did. And then in conversation, I would say, hey, I'm not that person. My intentions were not that. Now, if I made you feel a certain way, I'm sorry, but that wasn't my intentions. Here are my intentions. Somebody said, I said that to that person. That person still saw it the other way. If if you flip the strip and that's actually you doing that to people, you have something that you have forgiven somebody for, but you have not forgotten about. And the way you know that you've forgotten about it is that you can look at the scar, but you don't feel it no more. Or feel the pain from it. Yeah, that was powerful, right? I can look at the scar. I actually can touch it. And I'm talking metaphorically. I don't feel the pain from it anymore. If, uh, another example, if somebody does something similar to what that person did to you that you've forgiven and you feel the pain as if the person that you're loving knew is doing it, but it wasn't even them doing it, not even the same way, a similar action with a whole different meaning, you haven't um, forgotten about it. Yeah. You're forgiving them, but you haven't forgotten about it. You can see the scar, you don't have to feel it. So so I'm looking at what are you, and I've done it too with different things. I'm not going to sit there and make it sound like I'm, I'm this angel or anything. But now because I'm, as a matter of fact, I would tell y'all, 
Last week's episode, I, I listened to three times after I did it because I told this conversation live, so I don't hear it while I'm talking. And I grew from last week's episode. I'm probably going to grow from this one. So I found myself, oh, my God, I just treated her as if she was the one that did that to me back in the past. But she didn't even do that to me. She did something that was similar but wasn't the same. And I treated her as if she had did what somebody else had done. And that wasn't even her intentions. So I said, okay, I got to work on that. So everything I'm talking about is coming from a place that I experienced it as well. So don't you think I'm, I'm the pot calling the kettle black? I'm, I'm the kettle as well, too. So you have to realize things that you haven't let go of forgotten about, but you've forgiven about. You've forgiven them about. That's dangerous. Here's another one, man. And only I I didn't experience this per se, not at this level, but I've had I've seen it and I've had it from a different standpoint. But the last one I'm going to talk about is love never received properly. If you if your normal becomes, if your ideal of beef becomes hamburgers, you'll never appreciate steak until you had it. I'm only using that because it's levels to beef. But if you never had steak, you'd think beef was the top thing, like regular good old-fashioned hamburger, ground-up hamburger. Look at love the same way. If you've never been loved properly and you consider what you felt so far, even though it was dysfunctional love, uh, you probably have some clogged arteries and some collateral pathways that have been built up that determines your ideal love. And it might feel right because you got all these little pathways, but they're not, you're not flowing at 100%. I give you a parental example. Several episodes, I cannot tell you when it was. I might have, I think I might have talked about my father never saying that he loved us until late on in life. When I tell you, I had found myself, and still sometimes, feeding off of affirmation of people because. His ideal of love was only as good as what he was receiving himself. That's a whole nother conversation about parents, broken parents raising broken kids or broken parents trying to raise whole kids. We're getting that a whole nother episode later dealing with matters of heart. But he did the best he could. So through his collateral path, arteries, pathways and his clogged arteries, he loved me the best he could. But guess what happened? He passed that love that what he thought was love on to me. And as I saw it find out that wasn't love, it jacked me up a little bit. And then created these collateral pathways myself. I have people that are very close to me. In fact, I've had a person off the sex that's close to me that have said certain things and in her saying them, I'm like, okay. Example. Person says, I would never let people say certain things to me or or talk to me a certain way ever again. Because nobody, people that I looked up to, I'm not going to go into details. It could be she could, it could be people, it could be parents, it could have been aunties, it could be grandmas, whoever. You pick somebody that a kid looks up to. They always made me feel like I wasn't enough. So I'm not going to be trying to prove myself to nobody anymore. Now, that could be a good and a bad thing. You shouldn't be a people pleaser. 
But at the same time, don't get to the point where you cannot even accept somebody else acknowledging that they are pleased with what you've done for them or what you're doing. Or get to the point to where you're a dead man or woman walking. You can't, you can't even get good criticism from a loved one. When they're trying to say, babe, this is going to make you better. Or her saying, babe, this is going to make, make you better. Y'all can't even sharpen each other because of damage that was done by somebody that he or she looked up to. That way she called parent, close loved one or, or whatever. Or even relationship where, she's, where he or she never received love properly. All these things collate, I mean, create these clogged arteries and these collateral pathways. Here's the, here, here's the danger about all three of those things I just talked about. If these clogged arteries are existing. If you have these clogged arteries or these collateral pathways, collateral arteries, Again, we metaphorically speaking, how can you empathize with the person you want to be close to if you hadn't dealt with some of this dysfunction in your heart? Because remember, if you if you can't give love properly, you can't receive love properly. If you can't receive love properly, you can't feel what I'm feeling. Because the definition of empathy is this: the action of understanding, being aware of, being sensitive to. And vicariously, that means experience it through somebody else. The feelings, thoughts, or experience of another of either past or present without having the feelings or thoughts and experience fully communicated, communicated in an objectively explicit manner. That means I can't, I can't sit there and say, I understand how you're feeling. And I'm being sympathetic, being empathetic. Because I have something that blocked that doesn't even allow me to feel that way properly for myself. Or I blocked it out because when I tried to empathize somebody, they hurt me. You understand? So it doesn't allow empathy for others when the pathway is clogged. That means it's going to jack up your connections before they even get connected. Or if you get connected to somebody majorly, these small connections are going to be messed up. So I want to clean all that up before we go further. And then it's, it's creating unnecessary defense mechanisms. Think about how many times you, you get defensive about things that the other person had nothing to do with from your past, but you still see them as if they're the person who's doing it. Clogged arteries, collateral pathways, create this. Inability to be empathetic to others, create this. And let me tell you something powerful. Like I said, forgetting after you've forgiven, but I'm going to give you some notes. Here's how you pick up some power. Power is remembering that it hurts, but not remembering what it felt like. Let me say that again. Power is remembering that it hurts, but not remembering what it felt like. Because if you don't remember what it felt like, somebody else cannot hurt you in the same way because you'll recognize it before it happened and you'll talk to them about it. And if they love you and connect to you, they'll empathize where you're coming from. You understand how this stuff is connected now? Because again, collateral arteries are blood flowing wrong feelings. Because you can't flow right feelings if you can't flow properly. It's impaired. All that stuff cleared up is blood flowing properly. Right feelings. So it's nothing wrong with remembering 
But don't forget about what you have already forgiven people for and realize you really haven't let it go. Let it go. And why is it so important that we get this right? Watch this. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And out of the abundance of the heart, flow the issues of life. So if we don't get this flow right, it's going to jack our life up. We're going to say things to people we love that we didn't really intend to. And let me let me put something clear. Let me, let me, let me in this age and time, just because you don't say it with your mouth, if you put it in a text, it's the same damn thing. Yes, I said damn. I couldn't say another word for it. Sorry. But when the PG-13 on you. Texting is the same as speaking. And once you put words out there, you cannot take them back, people. And it takes seven good words to erase one bad one. All right? That's why we're trying to, this Matters of the Heart series is so important. So when you pick up this power from, from these episodes, you don't go back. You understand what I'm saying? So as we get ready to close, and I got to set up next week, because next week's going to be a dude's. It's going to be hard, because it's not some of my personal experience, but I've dealt with some of the people who have. Here's your point of reflection. This is your thing I want you to think about all week. I cannot control at the moment of impact how you make me feel. I mean, the minute you, make it, minute you do it, I can't control how you make me feel. My feelings are going to happen based off of what you just did to me. But, here's the big but, B-U-T, capital B, capital U, capital T. I can control how long I allow you to make me feel that way. Because people are people. And if you go into relationships that might be perfect, you have failed them and yourself. They're going to make mistakes. But if you get these pathways right, y'all can have healthy dialogue, healthy communications, and learn from what caused he or she to feel that way and grow from it. And guess what? If you're going to go through it, you might as well grow through it. So, as we close, I know I went a little bit long this episode, but it was a little needed. Um, before I set up 10, because I really want to set up 10 and close it and leave it open, leave you something to really think about. Um, I want to give a shout out to new countries, people. Indonesia and New Zealand, we're up aboard. So now we have United States, Canada, Bermuda, Luxembourg, New Zealand, and Indonesia. Shout out to you all. Keep, you know, three S's, y'all. Y'all doing it because I'm not advertising this. I'm not on social media with this platform saying, you know, I don't have a Broken Pieces Chronicles page. So thank you for sharing. Keep sharing. Look, if it's an impact that you share, share, share. Share with people. Share the link. Share whatever. If you need it, you know, the link is always in the, depending on what uh, app you're using for your music, but it's there. Uh, just share the title because you, um, you actually can find me on Google now. Subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, like it, follow it. And lastly, if it's on your heart to support, whatever way you feel led to. So let me set up episode 10. I'm going to start with some stats and then I'm going to tell you the title and we're going silent. Because it's one of those things that we have to go silent about. Here's some stats. Across their lifetime, one in three women, around 736 million are subjected to physical or sexual violence by an intimate partner or sexual violence from a non-partner. A number that has remained largely unchanged over the past decade. 
This violence starts early. One in four young women. I'm getting a little bit emotional because I think about my daughter's got probably killed somebody if this happened to her. One in four women, one in four young women ages 15 to 24 who have ever been in a relationship who have already experienced violence by an intimate partner by the time they reach their mid-20s. And lastly, because I want to put women first, it's not just women. At least one in six men have been sexually abused or assaulted. So as we close, and I go quiet, Matters of the Heart Series Part 2 next week, I got to deal with these uh, misconnections. The title's called Scarred. The Effects of Sexual and Emotional Abuse. And that last one I can relate to. It's Miracles 1. I'm out to next week. Mm-hmm.